Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 8th of November. Today, the greatest innings of cricket ever seen. Andrew's dreams start to life in the EPL, finally hits a snag, and another A-League coach bites the dust. But first... And the field is set to run. And they're racing. Yesterday, the nation stopped for the running of the 2023 Melbourne Cup. And in the end, after two miles of racing, it was a back-to-back cup win for jockey Mark Zara. It's without a fight. 100 metres to go. Two or three lengths in front. Coming away from Shiraz and also Solcom. Without a fight, Mark Zara, a Melbourne Cup champion, wins it by two lengths. Second in the race was Solcom. Third, Shiraz. After winning last year's race aboard Gold Trip, Zara successfully steered seven-year-old without a fight to victory in yesterday's race. And post-race declared that while winning one is hard, winning the second is actually a lot easier. I must say, I reckon winning one helps you a lot. Like, you're just so much more confident, you know? Like, cause when you, if you haven't won one, you're like, I might never get the chance, I might never get the chance. When you're one, you're if I stuff it up, I've still got one at home to go home to. It's not the end of the world. So you can ride with a lot of confidence. Without a fight, paid $9 for the win, becoming the first horse since 2001 to win the Caulfield and Melbourne Cups in the same year. Solcom, Shiraz and Ashran rounding out the top four. And for anyone who is prescient enough to have actually picked that combination of horses in that order and put a cheeky dollar on the bet, they'd be taking home a whopping $332,291 for their effort. The Group 1 racing takes a breather today, but resumes tomorrow with the VRC Oaks at Flemington tomorrow. They are calling it the miracle in Mumbai. Oh, my goodness me. Where do you get that from? This is not natural. If you didn't sit up and watch Australia beat Afghanistan in their ODI World Cup match last night, you missed what some are declaring the greatest innings of cricket ever. Powerfully struck by uh, Maxwell in front of square. Having won the toss and elected to bat first, Afghanistan posted a solid total of 291 off the back of an incredible innings from their opener, Ibrahim Zadran, who carried his bat while scoring 129. And that would have been the story of the night. If not, for Glenn Maxwell. I've heard stories about you. Maxwell has already hit the fastest ever ODI World Cup century against the Netherlands earlier in the tournament off just 40 deliveries. But what he did last night was even bigger and better. High, he goes straight, he goes long, does Maxwell. Australia were all but gone. Yes, yes, yes! Just a bit slow to take off there, Labashane. They were seven wickets down for just 91 runs, still 201 runs away from victory. And Maxwell himself should have been out as well after he was dropped twice before he even reached 50. Having missed Australia's last game with concussion after falling off a golf cart, Maxwell was out to make up for missed time. And simply put, he went bananas. Everybody here's on their feet. Fighting debilitating cramp in the Mumbai heat, Maxwell went on to record the first ever double century by an Australian at the ODI World Cup, belting 201 runs off 128 deliveries, guiding the Aussies to victory with three overs remaining. Two weeks into the new A-League season, Melbourne City was sitting bottom of the A-League ladder and decided that coach Rado Vidicic wasn't the man for the job and sacked him, replacing him with Aurelio Vidmar. And wouldn't you know it? Oh, now, big chance for City. Marin Yakulis through one-on-one, squares it up. McLaren was never, ever going to miss from there. Not in a month of Sundays. And right 
at the outset of the second half, Melbourne City have doubled Sydney's problems. First game with Vidmar in charge and City registered a 2-0 win over Sydney FC, suggesting their decision to sack Vidasic was the right one. And it would seem that what's good for Melbourne City is good for Sydney FC. It's the end of an era at Sydney FC. The club's sacking coach, Steve Corica. He's been there since day one of the A-Leagues 19 years ago, but there was no room for sentiment. The board deciding their start to the season was simply not good enough. Sydney FC parted ways with coach Steve Corica, who had been involved with the club for almost two decades as both a player and a coach. And while Vitasic was stiff to lose his job after guiding Melbourne City to the grand final last year, Corica had actually delivered silverware to Sydney FC less than a month ago. As a coach, for me, this is uh, the one trophy I didn't have, so we want to continue that in the league now and, and try and win a few more trophies. Sadly, despite the win in the Australia Cup, the Sydney FC board made the decision that the team's winless start in the regular season of the A-League through three games was unacceptable and have sent Corica packing. The inside word is that veteran manager Ufuk Talay will replace Corica in the Sky Blues hot seat. And staying with the world game. Ange Postacoglu has been in dreamland since he was appointed as Tottenham's newest manager. From songs of adoration performed by Robbie Williams to more importantly on-field success, Postacoglu has taken the Spurs on an unbeaten run to start the new season that had them sitting atop the Premier League table. Until yesterday. Tottenham won Chelsea 4. Despite taking an early 1-0 lead against London rivals Chelsea, Tottenham's dream turned into a nightmare as they had not one, not two, but three separate goals ruled out by the video assistant referee. Picks a pass, it's a good run to the doggy. Son looking for Johnson's ball. For Son. Offside. Offside. Black's gone up. But it got worse. It's a red card. This penalty which gives Chelsea another opportunity to make it 1-1. And it just gets in. The Spurs went down to 10 men inside the first half after Christian Romero was sent off with a straight red card. And then early in the second half, they went down to nine men when Destiny Udogi was sent off for a second yellow card. We don't have enough people! Short-handed, the Spurs also suffered injuries to defender Mickey Vanderven and midfield star James Madison. Unsurprisingly, Chelsea went on to win the game quite comfortably, bringing to a close Postacoglu's undefeated start to the season. Not that Aussie Ange was getting too wrapped up in the result of just one game. Yeah, look, it's hard. It's pretty hard to process because it's uh, yeah, almost impossible to kind of analyse the game because, um, yeah, it just seemed to get out of control uh, through large parts of it. And, um, you know, you're, you're left obviously disappointed with the result, but just really proud of the players' efforts, you know. Um, you know, they gave everything and I guess um, that's a positive we'll take out of it. Despite the loss, Spurs still sit second on the EPL ladder with a game against Wolves this Saturday. And that's your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.